Good day. Welcome to the Business Agora, a series of conversations aimed to be supportive in your business and your life, held with our community here at Workspace 365. My name is Michael Benson. I am the CEO at Workspace 365, and I'm here with our community engagement lead, Al Jeffrey, who will be your host for a number of these conversations. Thanks, Michael, and thank you for joining us for the Agora. Agora means the gathering or the exchange. And in these conversations, we hope to connect you with some of the humans of the Workspace 365 community, bring light to their stories, their insights into business, leadership, and well-being, and offer useful resources and tips for navigating business post-COVID-19. So let's dive in. Jem, thanks for joining for a Business Agora conversation. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, yeah, so many little, in our little conversation beforehand, as I was saying, I wish I was recording, so many lovely little gems that, uh, that popped up. So let's see if they reemerge. But to begin, uh, yeah, would you mind painting us a picture verbally of where you're joining from? Yeah, location-wise, yeah. Uh, I am out in the western suburbs of Melbourne, St Albans, my uh, hometown, and I'm currently living with my grandparents, which was an exciting venture back to their house, post-living internationally overseas and having to sh- be shipped back because of COVID. Wow. So um, it's been a good year of building the business and baking and cooking pasta with my nonna. Great. Was there many new recipes that have been passed down in the last few months? Oh yeah, I finally learned how to cook my tagliatelle, which is my favorite type of pasta. Mm. And I mean, it was a hard process. Nonna is a a firm teacher, (laughs) but uh, well worth it. If it means that I get to keep cooking her kind of food moving forward. Um, I've grown up in their house. so I kind of see myself part Italian, part Australian. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, food is everything for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder, is that partly what's contributed to, I mean, food is such a big part of many cultures, um, Italian culture very loudly as well. But the, I suppose the intersection between food and community, uh, sitting around a table and sharing food and conversation, uh, yeah, segueing into your journey to Femdala events and, and doing the work you do, I wonder if, if your heritage has played a part role in that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think you're on to a good point there. Um, you're right, food does bring the family and the extended family together in this, this humble's not the right word, we're a very loud community. Yeah. Um, but it brings us together and it has deeply um, embedded my values of community and um, and therefore leading to the community development work that mm. I've been a part of and and continue to um, work alongside with the Femdala events business. Yeah, lovely. And yeah, would you be able to share a little bit more about that? I mean, I'm only just coming to understand, uh, yeah, I suppose the social and the purpose-driven aspect of, of Femdala um, would you mind sharing a little bit about, uh, yeah, about Femdala, why you do what you do, what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So Femdala Events is an event management comp- 
Kathy, working with small to medium businesses, um, but I call it an events company with a twist. And that is because it's actually been developed as a social enterprise. Um, so what that means is that a portion of the profit of Femdala events acts as a revenue stream into local and international community development projects. Um, so this, this came about because, so I've been an event manager for the last 14 years and I love events. Um, but last year I got to a point where I'm like, okay, it's time to, you know, find something that really aligns with my values and my love of community. And um, I made a change and I moved out to Cambodia and worked in an international development project. Um, and I was working there, I was actually still meant to be there, um, but I was working there until they brought us back due to COVID. And, and so I guess I, I came home to my family, sitting in a, a lockdown going, all right, how do I bring, like I miss events so much and I love, I love community. How do I bring these two together and, mm. and, and make it sustainable? And, you know, there's, there's 20,000 different um, social enterprises across Australia. And I thought, well, why can't I just bring them both in a social enterprise? Mm -hmm. And that's what, Femdala Events is. It's, it's a for-purpose business, but uh, providing fantastic, lively, connected, community-driven events for clients. Mm. Great. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, and it's lovely. Um, I suppose social enterprise and social well, impact-driven or purpose-driven mm -hmm. businesses really birthed what, maybe five years ago through like B Corps and the, the triple P, the triple bottom line notion of profit people and planet and um and now also in hearing your story the importance of aligning your personal values with the values of that which you're creating um to create this kind of yeah the strong alliance and al alignment and congruence between who you are and and what you do and why um so i love that and uh that it sounds like lockdown for you was quite a catalyst for that process yeah absolutely um I feel if I didn't have this lockdown time and I didn't, you know, um, have the, the Cambodia contract end, even though I was devastated that that maybe Femdala events wouldn't exist as it is now. So uh, I'm taking the, the win for COVID, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you mentioned before I clicked record that you began studying as well during COVID. Yeah, yeah. So um, also wanting to expand my, my knowledge in community development. I've gone back to, to uni like uh, many I feel during COVID mm -hmm. and I'm doing a postgrad in international community development so that I could really genuinely and realistically apply the community development principles to the way that Femdala Events works and operates. Um, and that includes taking approach of empowering local, local and international community projects. Um, you know, there, there is something in, in development called social dominance. Um, mm. And it's, it, it can be, it can come through in so many different ways, but in particular, social dominance can present itself in a 
grant and recipient relationship. And so what I'm aiming to do with Femdala events is, is take away that social dominance present, presence and um, empower the local community organisations to uh, reach out to me and say, hey, I've got a project, this is what we want to do, you know, this is what the community wants, can you fund it? And mm. therefore it's reversing, whereas normally the grant application can be a, and, and, and rightly so, you see why the traditional grant application is this, but they would give not-for-profits their criteria and not-for-profits mm. would have to adapt and it's, I'm kind of going in with the approach of um, how do you as a, a for-profit business know what the community, a community you may never have been in, how do mm. you know what they need? Let them choose and you fund it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that went into a, a bit of a tangent on social dominance. But, yeah, um, yeah it was important with study to understand these theories Mm. Um, to try and work towards a, a future that is fair for everyone and equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the, I mean, I also studied um, like human-centered design or humanity-centered design or um, yeah. planetary-centered design as it's now kind of being termed, uh, which is all around that kind of the, the user-centricity and the instead of designing for your community, designing with them, uh, that kind of yeah. design-centered thinking and, and yeah, really shifting the power in a, in a community relationship and an alliance um, to both be teachers and both be learners all at the same time. And that's just a deeply humbling, maybe a slower process, which is maybe why we don't do it because we tend to like to move quick, which means we template and, and reduce things. But uh, <laughs> I love the kind of, very relational maybe as opposed to transactional lens. absolutely yeah um it makes me so happy to to hear you say all of this and and look at um what i've been taught it to be is acid-based community development and mm -hmm. so it's where you're you're working with um the strengths and the wants of the community exactly what you're saying and yeah. um it is a relationship building um approach and it, it goes with you know feeling and qualitative data rather than quantitative mm -hmm. um and granted that quantitative is still important in some respects but it's 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 not everything no so um yeah 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 great well i love the um yeah from the beginning not knowing too much about femdala and now seeing it as a very multifaceted very purpose-driven uh yeah i suppose project um is great how have you, as a business, and maybe also just as a business owner, um, traversed the last six months during lockdown? Obviously, in-person events have not been possible mm. whatsoever. Uh, have you been running events in different formats? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually also one of the, um, the situations that came up that also helped Femdala come to life is I, I had a um an auntie actually who runs a, a technology business reach out to me during lo lockdown and say hey I want to engage with my clients and like obviously normally we would chat normal event and organize a normal event but mm. you know I, I can't do that 
can you help me organize a virtual event to engage with them? Yeah. And, and we worked through this process together and it was, it was an experience. I can, I'm sure that um, event managers across Australia going, it, it was a bit of a transition, Yeah. but um, it's, it's opened up this whole new world for event management. You know, if you look from a client's perspective um, for this particular, we had a product launch event. And for that, the guest speaker sat in the UK. And so mm. traditionally with events, if you're having a speaker from the UK come out to Melbourne, you're looking at significant overheads for mm. to get that person here, accommodate them, and then speak at the event. Whereas we could dial her in from Zoom yeah. at a very, very reduced cost. And um, we, we also had the opportunity to have people who sit outside of Melbourne attend that event as well. So we had um, people in America, people in Canada, um, some guests in the UK and then guests all, all throughout Australia. Mm. Um, I remember just before the event, I was on the phone to one of the attendees talking her through Zoom and and um, she's calling me from, I think it was somewhere in Tasmania and she's just video chatting her backyard. I'm like, how special is this? Like that with the technology we have available to us um, and the resources, we can continue to connect in our communities mm. and even generate new relationships. So um, that was a, a woman I hadn't, spoken with before so it was it was it's quite cool but yeah. uh yeah so virtual events is the way it's been <laughs> yeah and is that something I mean it is uh exciting how scalable and accessible these events can now become especially mm -hmm. now that uh I suppose there's a greater demand for better online event technologies as well um yes. like what's the, what is it called hopin or there's a couple of online kind of conference softwares and platforms that are really well developed mm -hmm. and obviously being called to fix their tweaks and develop new features and functions quickly. Um, but now that the actual online event experience is becoming better and more uh, tailored and able to be personalized for event producers to meet their needs. Um, and you have access to, to more talent and more potential viewers or participants. Uh, I imagine we're just going to see a, that continue that there'll be many many more virtual events yeah i i feel so it's it's opened up this beautiful new door so i mean don't get me wrong there's a purpose for in purpose uh, in-person events as well mm. um but it's really just it's created a whole new world in the events industry which yeah i hope will continue on as well yeah yeah which brings me to my my next question perfect segue uh i mean in melbourne we are transitioning out of uh, lockdown. Um, good job, Melbourne. Uh, but uh, so usually the question is, uh, yeah, what do you foresee post lockdown? Um, which I suppose is still the same question. Uh, what do you foresee, uh, but also coming into the end of the year uh, for yourself and for Femdala, uh, what is it that you're really looking forward to and uh, yeah, needing, I suppose, as a business post lockdown and coming to the end of the year? Well, post lockdown, we're definitely ready for in-person events mm -hmm. there, um, and we're definitely ready to help clients um, and guide them through the, I guess the new, as, as, as cliched as, as it is to say right now, that mm. new uh, COVID normal. 
because mm-hmm. um, we, we do forecast that there are going to be quite a few restrictions into the ongoing future around in live events and really just mm. working with clients to guide them through that. Um, and if, if that isn't what their heart desires, then, then continuing that virtual events experience. But it's, it, we're definitely ready to go for in-person events. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, and I suppose more personally, as a business owner, um, yeah, what have you found in your own maybe uh, well-being or mental health regime to, to remain sane during this time? What are some things that you've really had to like knuckle down on or that you've learned? Yeah, good question. Um, so I guess coming back from Cambodia or having that ended um, before I had hoped, um, I really had to find some new ways of, of working in and keeping my mental health happy. Mm. Um, when I got home and I was locked back in, you know, my hometown of St Albans away from Cambodia. And so my mental health and my... Um, my well-being regime started to develop just before Femdala events, and I'm so happy it did because it's keeping me sane um, mm-hmm. throughout this whole year. And it's for me, for me, it's been getting on a mat and doing meditation and yoga practices. And and I found sanctuary with um, an online yoga school called Summer Healing Yoga. And it, I, I swear it saved me. And it's mm-hmm. also what helped inspire me to, to do this business. And, and so it's been really important while developing this business because, I mean, all the business owners I'm sure will appreciate. You can spend 22 hours a day at your desk uh getting getting through work um but it's been important for me to get myself on the mat even if it's just for five minutes and take that five minute meditation and it's just made a world of difference for productivity and Mm -hmm. and happiness personally um outside of covid i'm normally a boxer so meditation yoga was a bit of a transit for me but I'm, i'm glad i found it yeah, great. Yeah, I think we all need, well, those of us who have had the privilege of developing these um, kind of self-regulatory practices pre-COVID uh, really got to, I suppose, swim in the benefits of them. And those of us who didn't have the privilege, uh, hopefully many people just got to kind of zip up quick smart and start start seeing what works for them. Yeah, um, absolutely. And privilege is a really good word for that. And mm-hmm. and we need to acknowledge the privilege we have having these resources in front of us. You know, there are a lot of people around the world who are locked down and they don't, well, a lot of people in Australia that were locked down and don't have access to internet and, mm. um, and, and resources along those lines. So uh, very, yeah. very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Well, um, how can people connect with yourself and Femdala? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're welcome to send me an email if they want to chat events. I'm always happy for a chat on the phone. Um, so I've got the contact number 0392102199 and, and my email is gemma at femdalarevents.com.au. Great. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, what's the, the thing you're most looking forward to over the summer break? Oh, water, water. at mm. the beach <laughs> yeah. oh, and, and in-person events, but no water. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Well, we could keep going on and on and on, 
but mm. it's been great to connect and thanks for sharing and doing the work that you're doing. All right. It's been so lovely to chat with you. Thanks so much for this. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Thank you for joining us for another Agora conversation, and we trust you took away something useful. Thank you, Al. That's right. If you are already a member with us, we look forward to seeing you in an office or an event really soon. If you aren't a member with us, we'd love to welcome you to one of our centres across Melbourne, South Melbourne, Footscray and Torquay very soon. Please be in touch and call us on 1-800-WORK-NOW or on the web on at www.workspace365.com.au. We look forward to continuing to connect with you and you with our community here at Workspace 365. We'll see you again shortly.